electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Market Moving Insight and Analysis. Join Jim Cramer, David Faber, and me, Carl Quintanilla, on the opening bell hour of CNBC Squawk on the Street. Good Monday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer, David Faber, the New York Stock Exchange. Got some big breaking news out of Washington this morning, and for that, we are going to go to Elon Moy. Elon, good morning. Good morning, Carl. President Biden is nominating Jerome Powell to a second term as chairman of the Federal Reserve. In addition, Biden is also naming Lael Brainerd to serve in the number two position as vice chair. Now, the White House credited decisive action by Powell and the central bank in the midst of the pandemic as critical to the economy's rapid recovery. In a statement, President Biden said, I have full confidence after their trial by fire over the last 20 months that Chair Powell and Dr. Brainerd will provide the strong leadership our country needs. Now, the White House also pointed to their joint focus on inclusive growth, financial stability and climate change and said that the administration has full confidence in their experience, judgment and integrity. Now, both Powell and Brainerd will need to be confirmed by the Senate already. At least three Democrats have come out against Powell, Senators Elizabeth Warren, Sheldon Whitehouse and Jeff Merkley. But remember, Powell is a Republican and will likely draw bipartisan support. There are also still three vacant seats on the Board of Governors. Notably, Brainerd was not named as vice chair of supervision. The White House said it would announce those nominations starting early next month and is committed to improving diversity at the board. But for the chairman of the Fed, the White House is opting for continuity, signaling it is satisfied with the economy's progress so far, naming Jay Powell to a second term leading the central bank and handing the vice chair position to Lael Brainerd. Guys, back to you. Uh, Elon, uh, obviously big news, and we're going to talk about the market reaction all day long. Uh, We are expecting to hear from the president tomorrow to talk about inflation. Might we expect some further color on this decision then? You know, one thing that this administration has struggled to confront is how to talk about and how to message these rising prices. They are trying to show that they are concerned about inflation. They are trying to show that they are working to bring prices down, but also trying to say that a lot of this is out of their hands. And of course, as we know here at CNBC, a lot of the trajectory of inflation will depend on the actions of the Federal Reserve. So I wouldn't be surprised if that comes up during that speech tomorrow, but we will have to wait and see. Uh, that's our Elon Moy in Washington. Elon, uh, thank you very much. Jim, does the market like policy continuity? Oh, yeah. I mean, look, there's no doubt about it that Chairman Powell is directly related to how well the market's done. People think he's done a very solid job. And I'll tell you, it's also a vote for the idea that it is transitory, that inflation is not here to stay. Now, Jay Powell has been adamant that we're going to get all of these port issues, congestion solved. He's also been adamant, by the way, oil. Have you noticed oil, David, doesn't go up anymore? Yeah, I did notice it's, uh, so, it stopped going up a bit. Right. So, I mean, you know, if everything's... Yeah, I heard we had a report earlier about Thanksgiving being up 14%. Well, you know, the average wage of the workers going up, 
the taxes aren't so bad for workers. So I come back and say, this is a guy who uniquely turns out to be a Republican, very much of a Democrat, which is kind of a nice right. mix for but inflation is, is no doubt causing issues for the president, his approval ratings, where they are right now. And you and I have been having the transitory debate for a year and a half now. Well, I mean, uh, no well, one said transitory right, means be short. Sure. Yeah, kind of. I think it was summer of 2020 is when we started to really discuss it in earnest. Well, I mean, you know, prices, here we are. Working people are doing better. They are. They are. Uh, Wages are going up, but unfortunately, their buying power is no better because but costs I, look, have gone up. I, look, I just I come back to the idea that COVID is just this hidden tax on the system. It's now become a tax, and I think that this is a very seasonally strong period. I think that we will. Uh, a lot of people, the Dow's been down, down, down. Everybody has been fearful of anything COVID, and yet here we are. You know, we have Phil Lebeau at an airport, and you know, I, I think it's going to turn out to be a lot better than November of 2019. People want to go places. I mean, take a look. There's a, there's a company that came public not that long ago, Rent the Runway. And there are six pieces that are positive on it. Now, why are they positive on it? People are going out. People are doing things. So the news says that people not, not, are not doing anything. And what I think is so funny, Carl, is people, they're not going to work because they're afraid of COVID. They're just going out. <laughs> We're going to talk about some of the human behavior uh, in a little bit. Let's get some um, more analysis on the Powell uh, decision from Steve Leisman this morning. Steve, good morning. Morning, Carl. Um, yeah, I'm looking at markets today, and I'm seeing, you know, the reaction to the Powell announcement. I'm seeing some Brainerd trade come out of the market right now. You have stocks quite a bit higher, at least on the futures, um, 175 on the Dow was around 100. I'm seeing the two-year yield higher, the probability of a rate hike in May a little bit higher. I'm seeing the dollar stronger against the euro, though not across the board in the DXY. So there was a trade in there that that perhaps it could have been branded. I'm struck by, when I look at the, the press release, Carl, how much the president has introduced the two as a, as a tandem uh, 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 together as we're doing this with Powell in front and Brainerd as vice chair. Um, I think he's obviously finessing the political aspects of this. One other thing that struck me is the fact that President Biden now has broken what could have been a trend, which was the idea that the president would step forward and no matter what the performance of the vice of the, of the chair of the Fed would pick his own person. Um, so I like the idea that that's been broken and now kind of reaffirming the apolitical nature of this appointment uh, and, and the idea that the president is going here for bipartisan support and really, I believe, shunned uh, the uh, progressive wing of his party that had been lobbying for Brainerd. Carl? Time, Steve, where we thought this decision was going to come earlier uh, in the year by at least a month, maybe a month and a half. And there was some discussion over the weekend as to whether or not the, quote, delay in that was adding to inflation anxiety. You think that's true? You know, I, I think so. I think that the idea was that Brainerd was going to be a little bit easier on pulling the trigger regarding uh, raising rates. And you can maybe see some of that coming out of the market this morning. You want to always be careful when news like this first breaks. The market can be very volatile. But I do see the two-year here up at 56. It had been around 53 right when the news came out. Um, I'm seeing the uh, probability of a Fed rate hike. I'll give you that while we're live here at uh, – 48% now for May. That's what I'm watching to see if the market is really getting into this idea of perhaps a sped up taper. 
Powell's going to be free to do that, whether or not he does that in December. Um, and the idea of rate hikes next year, you had two Fed officials start to talk about a, sp uh, a faster taper. Um, and the idea of rate hikes in the summer has now uh, starting to get into the market. But what's interesting here, and God, this is all uh, Jimmy's area of expertise and your guys' area of expertise, you do see yields going up. But stocks don't mind that. Stocks are going up as well. The idea that, hey, we're going to have somewhat higher rates next year. Well, big deal. The bid is in this morning uh, and, and a little bit stronger when it comes to stocks. I'd be interested to see when they open how the regional banks trade and whether or not there's still this idea that uh, uh, Brainerd in a high level position there, not as bank supervision, uh, vice chair bank supervision will uh, uh, be tougher on the banks in terms of stress tests. Uh, both with capital ratios and when it comes to climate change. You know, Steve, last week we did see a pronounced decline in the money center banks. I think that may have been related to the idea that, that Jay would not be reappointed. Uh, it seemed to be more that yeah. than actual yield. So, I mean, obviously people think that Jay's easy on the banks. I mean, I don't think he's been easy or not, but that seems to be the market's impression. No, people... I just disagree with this idea that, that Powell's been easier on the banks. There have been some amendments to the Dodd-Frank rule. And, and, and some people talk like Dodd-Frank was, you know, handed down from the mountain and not a word could be changed, you know. Um, you come forward with a sweeping banking regulation in the wake of a financial crisis, you would certainly think there should be some amendments. Um, and you could argue either side of it. But the idea that uh, as expressed by a certain senator, that Powell is a dangerous man. I mean, capital ratios in the U.S. are very high. The, the level of, of capital at the banks are very high. I meant the regulatory capital ratio is very high. So, um, you know, the idea, uh, uh, Jimmy, that, the, the, that, that banks are, 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 be, are, are being let off the hook here, I think that goes way too far. I agree. Um, you I know, agree. Uh, uh, Steve, Brainerd is vice chair. Again, back to this idea of an increase in bank regulation. Uh, does that have an impact at all or does it defer to the Fed chair when I, it comes to that? And therefore, the, you know, it, it is a bit less worrisome for those who perhaps were selling the banks last week. Yeah. Well, first of all, I want to go back. Inherent in Jimmy's question was this idea. First, you've got to watch net interest margin, what happens to rates. That, that's going to be probably the most important thing. I did some reporting over the weekend about this, David, and the idea of, of a Brainerd chairship. Um, first of all, they said, hey, the banking sector is highly regulated to begin with. A little bit more, a little bit less. It's not going to make or break it. But <clears throat> I do think you have to wait to see who is the chair of bank supervision. And I would imagine it would be somebody who was as tough or, or tougher on the banks than uh, than Brainerd. So things could get could get tougher. And then, you know, there are there are three other positions to fill on the Federal Reserve Board. The way the Fed works is they sort of work by consensus on these things. You don't normally have multiple dissents on a new banking rule from the Fed. So um, I think it wait to see. But you could imagine things are indeed going to get tougher on the banks as a result of what's about to happen through the appointments of the Biden administration to the Federal Reserve Board. Yeah, you mentioned uh, Senator Warren. Uh, we meanwhile have a statement from Senator Toomey saying, I look forward to confirming uh, his nomination. Uh, political calculus here, Steve, is it, is it a no-brainer or not? Um, it's much easier for them to get Powell through. Um, look, you could, if, if you were going to be expansive about this appointment, you could say, hey, is this the beginning of attack to the middle by Biden after what happened in the uh, in the off year election just this past November um, and whether or not this is 
one of the few times, Carl, and you follow this as well as I do, that he said no to the progressive wing of his party. Um, they, they were out there. They were lobbying. Uh, you had three senators, as, uh, as Elon mentioned. Uh, you've had Warren, uh, Merkley, uh, uh, Sheldon Whitehouse, all have said they would not vote for, for, for Powell. And frankly, the president had sort of let this become a bit of a political circus where, you know, he's let his own party come out and sort of dictate to him what should happen rather than him dictating to his party. So <clears throat> there's certainly a centrist aspect to this, maybe coming off of the bipartisan infrastructure bill. We'll see if this is the beginning of something uh, uh, different from the Biden administration. All right. And we look forward to reaction from all corners today. Going to be a busy one. Steve, thanks. That's our Steve Leisman. Uh, sort of Pleasure. folds in with another uh, all the other news of the day, Jim, which is uh, some more signs of normalizing supply chains. You mentioned seasonality. Got Costin's note last night talking about why he sees 5,100 I know. Year. I said Costin uh, some inquiries about we've had so many IPOs. We've got all these instant millionaires and thousand years. There's just a lot of good feeling. How about the fact that all this hand-wringing about uh, the store's not having anything, and the big box is having pretty much everything you need. Uh, of course, the big boxes win. They've kind of won. I mean, last week, Home Depot, which is just a parabolic move. David, what people feel about with Home Depot is there are no other hardware stores anymore. They kind of wiped them out other than a couple of true values. Hard to get funding to expand. So, yes, tractor supply is good, and I know you follow tractor supply not at all. But uh, but there are there you, the the Home Depot trade you, switch. Jim. I follow it through you. Look, take, yes. The Home Depot trade switch from do it yourself to professional very easily, and the professionals, of course, pass on the cost to the consumer who doesn't know any better. We look at that. Come on, look yeah. at that. Well, listen, we talked about it last week. Of course, with Home Depot, we heard from Lowe's, and then Walmart did not respond particularly positively to, to numbers, nor did Target to a certain extent, well, given how strong the numbers were because of concerns about margin and not passing along all of the inflationary costs that right. they're finding, including, obviously, what it's costing them to grab hold of their supply chain to effectively deliver goods, but it obviously is costing more. But your point is one we've been making, and it will be interesting to see how it shakes out overall, which is the big continue to get bigger. And right. They benefit from scale and size, in part, particularly during this very difficult period where supply chain has become such an important component of your business. Now, we, we have seen some of the stores that were closed, so to speak, like Kohl's, their stock's now running. I mean, it's terrific. Uh, but I think that, and Nike, by the way, keeps running. But I think that, David, what happened is this was just the ultimate takeover of the companies that have scale. This is going to be known as an era where if you had scale, you won. And I think that people at home have to recognize what scale means is that you can tell the suppliers, we're not paying. You, you eat the cost. And when you don't have scale, you can't then do that. You, you also can't buy your own. Freighter, basically. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, the Navy, the, yeah. uh, the Costco Navy. Costco Navy there, were, there were a couple of others as well that, that did similar Notice things. Notice the navies want to avoid those ports where I think they feel, you know, obviously it was 68, 70 ships. But, Carl, a couple of people have mentioned our interview with the L.A. port director on Friday as having been important, uh, in part because he was more positive than we yes. heard him. Yes. And that does seem to be reflected in some of the news we've seen. Yeah. Might but, be working on the weekends, sir. Uh, especially the number of containers that are, I think, sitting around for, what, nine days or more? Right. Down 40%. Well, and they're stacking them higher. Yep. Uh, I think that they're well, – this is something the president either uniquely doesn't know how to take credit for things or it may, maybe didn't make a difference, but it's been better ever since he went out there. I mean, did he threaten them? What did he do? What happened out there, David? 
I don't know exactly, but there was a lot of finger pointing, and it would have seemed that there was an ability to at least get people to try and work together a bit more. Well, it's always been uh, it's still the, an issue. There's still oh, plenty of no. there's and still plenty of traders out there. You haven't mentioned COVID. We haven't mentioned Germany in particular and concerns there. And Angela Merkel saying this is as bad as it's ever been. Right. And there is definitely a concern as to what that will mean. She's going out of the bank. Economy. <laughs> we don't want to slight Austria, but that's only nine million people. Germany's a different story, given its. Yeah, but there are the pockets EU of people overall. who just all over the world who think that the vaccine is is bad for them. Uh, no. We've got a, a gov- president in Florida. Oh, no, I'm sorry. He's just a governor who uh, told Disney. First, he gave Disney the go ahead. Listen, you guys do whatever you want to keep your patrons safe. Then he went back on it. Does that mean he doesn't care about the patrons being safe or the workers, whatever? But we have governors who are acting like presidents. We have 60 million people who still haven't gotten the vaccine in this country. I think that is still responsible for most well, of the hospitalizations. I mean, yeah. Yes, we remember we. Know, we mo- of, Dr. Gottlieb does talk about how Florida may be uh, herd immunity. Um, That said, they did a a panel in the EU, similar to an FDA panel, did approve molnupiravir, the Merck drug, the antiviral last week. Are you still flogging that horse? (laughs) Pfizer's got a better one. I am still. Well, there's uh, some arguments about that. What, do you got a side effect story? Well, written a retonavir, which you have to take with the Pfizer drug. By the way, they're both incredibly important. But they're not Pfizer being used. Drugs. Well, they're not approved yet. Oh, they're doing that stuff but again. But in Europe, they did have the panel already recommend approval, but it still could be months, which is interesting to note, given that they have had their panel weigh in and say yes to Molnupiravir. Pfizer's not yet up. Have you? Uh, and yet it still could be months, while you have obviously a lot of people ending up in the hospital right now, and clearly this has an effect of keeping people out. Well, of the one hospital. of the things that is not talked about, it, you have an amazing... Uh, confluence here uh, of just everyone going back to work all over the globe, right? They're all go- going back all over the globe. They are. Going well, Malaysia's back. been solved. They're going well, back Malaysia, to all Asian output in general. Right. Back. And that was a big problem. Yep. Yeah. See, but it's always like a black wheel. The pocket surface, we don't know what happens. Yeah. Right. But what happens? Well, and, and as you mentioned Gottlieb, part of his point was that Germany is basically it's Delta catching up with Germany yes. in ways that it didn't before. And then he also had uh, additional uh, criticisms about how booster policy has been rolled out in general. Take a listen. The effects of the booster are, are pretty much immediate. I mean, the data on the decline in clinical cases is about after a week. But if you look at the antibody response, it's almost immediate. So people who go out and get their boosters now could have substantially more protection in time for even Thanksgiving. Meanwhile, uh, some awesome. new data out of five. I got boosted this weekend. I did. I think on, you did too. I on Friday. Yep. I got boosted well, you, ages ago. You're going to need. By the way, the, need your no, the fourth booster boost. does not work. Dr. Topol, don't get the fourth booster. There's no. The third booster takes up to 96 percent. I didn't. I was actually curious. I'm glad God, I didn't hear Gottlieb say that right away. No, that was Topol. right away. We get right away. Impact. No, but Topol saying, listen, you get the third 96. Meanwhile, to your point step- earlier, people are not coming back to the workplace, not because of that. No, they're just they're, not they're, coming Jake, back. They're, they're, they're yeah. going out to dinner. They're having the time this of their lives. To be a but they're worried about I'm COVID. Sure you guys that every time. I mean, everybody you talk to. No, no. Oh, I'm not I was going to say, they're scared during the day, the but in the evening, it all oh, and by the way, all these what, conversations what? take place with people across a, a, a table inside a restaurant. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Meantime, how about Pfizer? Now, I, I got a call from Pfizer uh, before they said, listen, we've got a booster. We think it takes 96. Everyone is going to think that all we are about, all we are about is profiteering. Well, David, the stock was at 36 when I got that call. It's at 51. Turns out the booster's real. 
Yes. Booster it's like is real. Yeah. It's, it's like Scooby Doo. This time the boosters are real. Remember that one? Monsters are real. What? <laughs> oh my God. You're funny. <laughs> Thank you. You decided to be funny. What happened? Uh, every so often it hits, Jim. Holy every cow. so often. I can see you've come back I looking just, for your pound of flesh from the I, West Coast, haven't you? Well, I'm was just, that word you use? Flogging? Really? Yes. Oh, man. Well, by the way, we were the only people in San Francisco. Our team, there was no one else there. Yeah, yeah. Hey, a guy, I'm in Gap, okay? Guy steals a sweater next to me. I said, what are you going to do? That's uh, it's oh, a real man. problem. Better than, real better than problem. the 80 people broken the Nordstrom? The Nordstrom, yeah. Should we stay along Simon Properties with the people breaking the Nordstrom's? Well, CVS is closing a lot of stores, for some of them for that very reason. Yep. Well, they've already locked all the cabinets in the yep. CVS, is at least the ones near me. Oh, you can't, you, you, you can't even get a pack of gum. No, as there. I said, you can't get a pack of gum. You can't no. get an ice cream no. sandwich. I really wanted no, one one night. Right. Uh, take a look at the futures this morning. Uh, improving, of course, uh, in the last 20 minutes, as the, as the White House says they will renominate Powell as Fed chair. VIX comes down below 18. Two-year yield back to 56 basis points, about a one-month high. Don't go away. Every day, thousands of Comcast engineers and technologists put people at the heart of everything they create, like Olu Shei, a Comcast engineer who grew up bonding with his dad over sports. This inspired him and his team to create AI Highlights technology that uses AI and machine learning to detect the major plays in a sporting event. So millions of fans have a way of catching up on their favorite sports. Learn more at ComcastCorporation.com. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. All right, happy Monday, everybody. Time for our first mad dash of the week as we do counting down to an opening bell about seven minutes away. Uh, we've talked a lot about this name lately, uh, of course, as we discuss the metaverse, omniverse, whatever you want to call it. Roblox is the name. Well, when I had Roblox on, which was right here, um, uh, Bazuki said, look, I don't know what people think is the omniverse, but we developed this a dozen years ago. We have this uh, younger people are playing. Now, they're going upstream. They're going into teens. But this is another parabolic move. And that is because a lot of what was said uh, by, by Zuckerberg, but a lot of what's been said about Jensen Wong, is that the omniverse can be uh, work or play. The omniverse, as expressed by NVIDIA, is work, trying to cut costs at the workplace. This is the omniverse for music, the omniverse for teenagers, the omniverse for younger people. And all people care about, David, is the excitement of the omniverse. We certainly don't have a lot of earnings yet. But, but is this sustainable? It should never have been here. 
this is what's wrong, was playing catch-up, because the numbers were extraordinary. Now, see, they had a monthly number that was weak, right about here, then a little spike, and then things went down. Uh, as people just said, this, this company doesn't have any momentum. Now, just so you know, this is the company that I picked in our Super Bowl uh, stock-picking contest. You did? Yeah, I picked Roblox. No kidding. No. You could win. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not a problem. You may win. Yeah, just like the Eagles. I made my reservations to Los see, Angeles. I did see the Eagles for won, these too. I think those you may not be able to No, it doesn't matter. how we are in Philadelphia. Got it. We won. We're going. All right. So this is, no, this, this is, is a win for you in the... In the I yes. Like in a, but it, because I mean, do, it's, do we the, keep, it's you know, the harmless it like, omniverse. It's like that? It's the fun omniverse. Or does it, you know, does it go like that? You know, next year, Jensen Wong said he might, make, might invite me over for a virtual Thanksgiving dinner. I'll have my avatar there. He'll cook. Does my avatar taste the turkey? No, it doesn't. You won't no. be able to eat. What's the point? I saw machines that were saying that when you said good job to them, they were really happy. <laughs> this is really uh, scary. Uh, we're going to want to hear a lot more from that interview you did with Jensen Wong, of course, CEO of NVIDIA on Friday. That's not doing Money. well, NVIDIA? That's done okay. I'm trying to remember. By the way, you know, talk about shilling. All I do is talk about that great call of yours. All I do is hey, sit here you know, and talk I, about I got an investment one club. of the great calls. The people in the Actually, investment two. club got that call. That one in AMD. My daughter got the investment class. She goes, Dad, this is yeah. free. I said, I don't, oh, God. I don't dwell on your bad calls. All right. We got an, opening, uh. got an opening bell coming up. By the way, remember, you can catch us anytime, anywhere. Listen to and follow the Squawk on the Street opening bell podcast. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. waste a whole bunch of things um, to overcompensate for the fact that we don't simulate. We want to simulate all factories in metaverses, in this omniverse. We want to simulate plants in omniverse. We want to simulate the world's power grids in the omniverse. And by doing that, we could improve, uh, the, the, well, we could decrease the amount of waste. And that's the reason why the economics are so good for companies. They're willing to invest a small amount of money to buy into this artificial intelligence capability, but what they save is hopefully hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of billions of dollars. That's NVIDIA's Jensen Wong talking metaverse with Jim on Mad Money Friday. I mean, what did you learn on Friday? Okay, first I didn't know it was an industrial application. It really is about, Jensen uh, cares passionately about the environment, cares passionately about scarce resources of the world, and he thinks that this is a way to cut back on the destruction of the, of the world. How? Well, because we, we use too much energy. All the plants that he's looked at, they have so much waste. They throw away so many things because there's so much guesswork. He says there's a guesswork at BMW, but you don't need it. And then the, the best one, that, the most, the most uh, accessible one, is that the person at the drive-thru window is not as good as the simulator. 
The avatar to drive through the window makes no mistakes. And what you can do if you're McDonald's is you can have the avatar talk to every single person. And all you got to do is pick up. Right now, you got to go to that little thing. That'll be over. I said, if McDonald's called you, if Wendy's called you, and he goes, no, I don't know why. Why haven't they? Everything works smoother. He's talking about 30% reduction in weight. Just because he showed me the deconstruction of a BMW plant, it's very clear there's a lot of waste in ev- everywhere. But how do you attack that waste in the me- He sees better ways to, no more guesswork. Everything is. What, you do it in the omniverse? Do you know? What? Exactly. Well, the omniverse is precise. Do? Well, it, there are a lot of things that are being built where we you use too much of a product, like too much steel. Well, this makes it so that the exact amount of steel is correct. So you don't have to order, say, five times the amount of steel that you need. Really? That's I'm, still an issue in this day and age? Oh, my God. That, what's incredible is how wasteful we are as a world. And he's, again, you know, he's figured out how to use this industrially. So it's not just for fun. Even though he had a, an amazing, amazing uh, avatar that Jensen personally had programmed to be me, and it had, like, that thing I do at the end, you know, and, like, who oh, David, you know. It had everybody. And Jensen said, like, what do you hear when it does it? He's imitating me. Really? And then, the, then it did it, but he was, like, a really cool-looking guy. It was, like, Bond talking. Like, hey. Until his voice went up high. And yeah, and then it was the me. And then he had a tiger that was, a, that was done as a simulation. Simulation. Remember when, you know, yep. Elon called yep. Well, the simulations are here, and they're much better than you. <laughs> they smarter than you. I asked, I said, is this, is this one smarter than I am? And he's like, <laughs> not even a contest. <laughs> <laughs> he can program. And then I said, how about a Cezanne Seascape? Because oh, give me something hard to do. <laughs> give me something hard. Well, that's an all-time high on NVIDIA at uh, 3.37 uh, this morning. By the way, at the big board today, uh, as we look at the opening bell, uh, Shoulder Up Technology Acquisition Corp. Uh, celebrating its listing at the NASDAQ, its jewelry company, Brilliant Brilliant Earth. Earth. Uh, People as, like Brilliant Earth. Yep. I like Signet. Signet's been incredible. Yep. By, the, by the way, Jim, uh, President's going to speak at uh, 120 on uh, the Powell decision, and uh, we'll get a little more color into what kind of went, what went into the decision. I think that Powell. I hope he mentions that Powell kind of saved Western civilization during those days when everyone was freaking out, and just made it so he backstopped. By the way, he didn't have to spend much money. Dave, remember how little he had to spend to backstop all the bonds? He just had to say it. But he doesn't take any credit yet. There were an awful lot of programs that went in. I remember those press releases trying to work through them, all the different support programs that they came up with uh, immediately. Of course, Powell working with Mnuchin at the time as well. Mnuchin? Um, Yeah. SPAC. 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 Wait. Klaus Kleinfeld, SPAC. Well, who, Stephen has one? Well, isn't he got something? Alan definitely does, but Stephen, I don't know. Uh, Yeah? He's doing some business. Anyhow, my point was that period was a period of great uncertainty. But March of 2020 is uh, today's uh, show. April as we watched demand plummet, as we watched the stock market plummet. And you're right, Powell. And I mean, it was there. It was there quickly. And certainly there are, his critics would say, yeah, he always bails out the bails out the market. Well, I think uh, it. What, what about the actual economy? But I think they go one and the same, don't you? Uh, yeah. Yeah. But I hope he gets I hope it's mentioned that he was a steady hand in that. Look at this S&P. Win. It was mentioned. It was mentioned by Biden in his actual press release. Well, no, I he mean, talked I, about the I'm hoping that the, he has a presser today, right? Press conference, excuse me. My wife hates that. Like, we'll make scared yeah. presser. Yeah. But look, I think what matters is, is that the market loves him because why shouldn't they? It's been a great market. And you're a fan of his as well. Jay? Yeah. 
pow. You took you took issue with him during a period where they were raising rates. You felt yeah. too quickly. I was too harsh. Time back. That, that was, was fairly early in his first uh, term. Yeah, but I called him a rookie. You did. You did. But you've been quite supportive of the last I, couple I am, of years. And I think that Jay is, uh, he's got a heart. He's very pro-worker. I mean, I think he's the most pro-worker Fed chief we've ever had. And he is a Republican, but he's a banker and he's liberal. Right, a liberal Republican. Yeah, liberal. Old days. Yeah. Old day Republican. Not a Trump Republican. Jacob Javits Republican. Do you worry about uh, Nelson Rockefeller like Republican? No, because that's Attica. Be careful. Got it. Do you worry about fierce opposition from the left as uh, he looks for confirmation? Uh, no, I mean, I think the left's exhausted. They're, like, tired. Move on. You know, let's move on. Yep. Um, this guy's a hero of the left. All right. Speaking of moving on, what? Uh, let's get back to what we The Constellation Brands, you moving on? What, you mean the monster thing? Yeah, what, you don't like it? I don't know what to make of that. It's, you know, Jim's referring to a Bloomberg story that talks about monsters. Stock's up a little bit. They don't say they're actually in talks. They say they're talking to their advisors about doing something with Constellation. It's gotten a lot of people curious, actually, Jim, is what it really has. I've heard well, from a number of people, and I haven't spoken to bankers close to this, but uh, I have talked to a number of holders of Monster. Wait, sort of, right. wait a second. Coco is 20%. They get the bottling. They just bought body armor, so we don't necessarily think they really want to play here. Unclear what Constellation, which has a lot of debt, by the way, it might even have to be a merger of vehicles. It's a cash flow machine. And it gets a lower multiple than does Monster, which is a one, I mean, uh, one beverage company. A lot of people just wondering what they really are up to Maybe it was just floated. Maybe Maybe it's a trouble. Maybe it's nothing. I don't know. Well, Constellation spent all that money on Canopy, and so far that's not been a great you can see the market's having a very muted response to it, which probably makes sense, given at least what I'm hearing. And Vonage is too small for you to talk about, right? No, Vonage is not too small to talk about. I'll talk about it. What do you want me to tell you? Well, it's, it's a, a deal. It's a $5.3 billion deal. It's a 28% premium. But Ericsson's trying previous. to have a pulse. Ericsson is, Ericsson's yeah. got a pulse. And Nokia last week, these guys have pulses. They have pulses. Right? They're There's, alive. They're, they're alive. There is uh, real competition going on there and sort of this cloud area in terms of voice function and you think so? all the different functionality and uh, they're buying Vonage, yes. And, and you can see the stock is up almost 25%. It's a $21 deal, so it is still trading at a bit of a uh, discount. But to the how about the day held out, huh? They will close uh, 2022 um, and they are talking about it being EPS and free cash flow creative by 24 if you saw Ericsson shares. But yeah, so that stock... Uh, Vonage is up, of course, at this point. But, yeah, it's, it's relatively small. Well, you know what? Did you notice the, the parabolic nature of Constellation Brands in the last few weeks? I have. People obviously speculating, and we just didn't know it. That stock's been on fire. And um, it, it, what, you know, it was on fire. Uh, speaking it's all the way fire, back. That's too short a time. Yeah, look, there it is. Look at that. Yeah. that right, look at yeah, that right has, side. That has quite a move. Look at that. I hadn't noticed that. It had a good quarter. I mean, they had a problem with Mexican glass. Everybody has problems with that. Yeah. Mexico's got big. Are you having trouble with Mexican glass at all? It's up to my wife. I don't know. All right. I stay away from it. Uh, Rivian, of course, had been really on fire. It's down again, 5%. Lucid is also down. Got to keep an eye on our two favorite names in EV. Not favorite. I shouldn't use that word. The two names that we have been most focused on of late. Of course, we're always focused on Tesla. Well, uh, I think that this is Ford. Up, by the way, three and a half percent. But don't you think this is Ford when they came out and said we're competitors? Yes. Right. Yes. And Ford shares are up, Jim, although it has still got 
I know, right. I, I know you like when I say this, so I will. It oh, still has yeah. a smaller market cap than Lucid. Um, Don't you think this is like, Carl, like when Eli Wallach says to um, Steve McQueen in The Magnificent Seven, we're in the same business, and <laughs> McQueen says, we're competitors. Steve McQueen, whose obit you wrote? Yes, for, I did. For the, and at the LA Herald Examiner, yes. and people may not realize because he hated it and made it clear to me that he did so much charity, but he hated it. And he said if he mentioned it, I mentioned it, it would come back to haunt me. Wow. But now it's been, can I do it? It's yeah. been, what, 40 years? What a guy. Steve McQueen's. People did not know. They just thought he was a tough guy. Yeah. Heart of gold. <laughs> Steve McQueen. People um, should go to Lombard Street. <laughs> David, um, you know that one? The street in Lombard San Francisco? Street, yes, I think they do. Yes. Yeah. Did yeah. you do? Did you there's that? no encampment there. That's, yeah, a, that's pretty... We need to see... It's the ascent. Is, is it Google Maps? Do they have the encampments? Is it bad in San Francisco, Jim? I don't even want to talk about it. Really? I don't want to talk about it. I'm um, hoping it gets better. Well, one beneficiary of the, of the yield picture this morning is going to be banks, right? Do you oh, follow yeah. them here? Yeah, look, I, they were down so... J.P. Morgan went to one... one it, it, it broke the 160 level. I mean, I was thinking Jamie must be just like... I mean, what's Jamie doing? What do you think Jamie was doing? What do you mean? What was he doing? See, I sound like Jensen Wong's... He's always working. I sound just like Jensen Wong's avatar so of me. Maybe what a bit are you of doing? A relief rally is, uh, that, that uh, uh, Powell is staying on as Fed chair. Wait, you think he's the bank's friend? Not necessarily, but there was a belief that Brainerd perhaps would be less of a be. friend. Well, he is going to be potentially vice chair, of course, but... Uh, City's so actually moving up. Yeah. It doesn't happen takes, that often. takes a lot. That's like a, it's like a cargo ship coming from China. Sure, of um, Activision Blizzard are down oh, again. Another CEO saying, uh, we do not believe these problems are going to go away until a clear resolution is reached, starting with the removal of CEO Bobby Kotick. That's what, MKM Now, but the board, partners. David, are they independent of by? Because it looks like they investigated the for at least seven minutes. I mean, or? the journal reporting that Mr. Kotick said um, that he would decide himself whether if he could fix the problems and then and then if he can't... It's like a family believe. business. It's a family business. And the point we've made is, listen, I, you know, we're not here to pass judgment because, frankly, we don't know. But um, it is odd, Jim, that you, and you raised the key point, that the board has just said, we support you and they're not involved here. I mean, typically, typically there's what... Uh, people should know this. There's a committee formed. Right. They do investigation. Right. But I guess this didn't require that. It didn't, didn't go to that will, level. Exactly. The board typically will take control of the process. The lead director will take control. You'll sideline the CEO right. to some extent and say, okay, right. we're your boss. We represent the shareholders. We're going to take a look at this and figure out what's going on. That's not what's happening I didn't have, No, it's more... Um, it's more not like, a lot of independence. Yeah. It's more like Bobby's telling that to the board. Like, you go sit over there. Yeah. I'll take care of this. Kind of more of an organization, so to speak. But meanwhile, the stock goes down every day. Uh, so that's going to start to have an impact. There is a belief that, you know, now. Well, people are saying he's an iconic Duty. founder. Not that good. He's one of the smartest guys I know, period. He's very smart. Uh, incredibly sophisticated, uh, both financially and, uh, and, and on an execution basis. But, you know, Jim, there is a belief that if he were to actually go, that maybe the, the company would have to be sold. And that sort of. That may actually be giving well, a little bit of buoyancy That's very interesting. The, the group price. has been horrendous. And usually around holiday time, it's been red hot. Of course, the hot one has been GameStop. Nice article, by the way, about... Remember you said there was probably some insider selling at AMC? Yeah. That, that turned out to be pretty accurate. It did. But meanwhile, AMC shares are up almost 5% this morning. It's 
hanging in there at a $22 billion market value. What did I tell you? Meanwhile, yeah. uh, Disney, uh, although up just a touch, did get its price target trimmed at Wells. Oh, that was- uh, they go down to $196. Uh, the strong content machine was the culprit. Meaning, why looking for explanations on the Disney Plus sub slowdown? The, now we've got just like we have David talking about Ford and how such and such is bigger than Ford. David, what is the uh, analog to Disney? Netflix. Yeah, and now Netflix is large, much larger than Disney. Not much, but yeah. Was Netflix have theme parks? What do they got? Yeah, they just Cruises? Got, no, they no. They, got, they just they got, they got a lot of content. Disney's a lot of they content. Spend out, yes, they do. An enormous amount of Just content. a fraction of Netflix's. And there is that question as to whether or not uh, they need to be broader in some way. Or whether do they have to buy some of that on the balance sheet? Right? No, they're starting to... Yeah, they've got a good amount of debt. You're right. Do they have Omniverse? Uh, they will, won't they? Is I there think an opportunity be- for like ESPN in the Omniverse, Jim? I think that right now, or in some, somehow, I think in that bringing you could, people into the you action. Combine, yes, because you can get cameras on every single player, um, which would be incredible, and you would be able to say, say fantasy fifty-five million people. You just isolate your players. They can, they'll be able to do that if they get on the stick. I still have to wear my goggles, right? No, that's that's passe. Oh, it is. Yeah, you can just. What, what can I do? Are you going to put uh, in yeah. contact lenses? Or no, what, it's, what, just like, it's like, it's like what Jensen showed me. Where, okay, tell you us. You don't need no what stinking glasses. All right, explain. Well, I mean, you're looking at it, and it's just kind of there. That doesn't help me. Am All I right. walking into a room? Am I just looking at it on a screen? What look am I doing? Look at a screen. Look at Unity. Look at Unity. Am, am I surrounded Unity software. Frigatello. Is it yeah, all around me? Well, you it around? That? You want to do that? What, a Gelfon? What time no, do you I'm trying to understand this. You still haven't helped me understand well, this. No, okay, so you have an engine deconstructed. It's just an engine put together and deconstructed. And you can see how all the parts can be made, and you can make machine. A machine makes an engine. You can make that machine more efficient in the Omniverse. Why is this so hard for you? Because uh, the machine is not actually being made there, and the, therefore the car But well, there's a virtual factory, okay? It's called a digital twin. And if you would just get a little bit more open-minded, you would see a second factory that they can figure out right. how it runs. Okay, Does so it the, run better? The virtual factory and the, the virtual factory the actual run. factory. Okay, so, all right, so you're, you've got an autonomous car. Maybe this will help him. You've got an autonomous car. They've got three people in front of it, okay, and, uh, and a person to the right. So, obviously, you have to make a decision, right, as just a driver. So, I said, Jensen, when the autonomous comes down, does it swing automatically to kill the person on the right rather than kill the three in front? And he says, it never gets to that. That's what humans do. Humans make that mistake. Machines don't make that mistake. Machines have millions of sensors. It would never come to that. There. Do you get that? I still don't get it. Have you ever been through a drive through window? Do you know that that voice? Yeah. That's gone. That could be a, 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 a not a real... Why hasn't that, Wendy's done that? You can save a person. I don't understand why people don't call Jensen today and just say, I saw the interview that you did with Kramer, and I want to, I want you to come out and fix my situation. And that's a lot of reason why this stock's going to a trillion, is because when people realize what Jensen can do, I think they'll, like, give him a jingle. It's already, it's getting, yeah, I'm going to say it's not very far. No, I mean, again, a few weeks ago, I was remarking on 700 billion, now it's 854 billion. He has ways to be able to make it so a building uses uses so much less heat. 
But he's also an engineer. He's an architect. He's a painter. He's a chef. What am I going to get in an autonomous car for when I can just be in the omniverse and not go anywhere? No, no. He has ample evidence that humans are just uniquely. They get tired all the time. They drink. Uh, The chances of of, of a machine doing any of the things that a human does, it's like ridiculous. Will you look at that? Will you look at that? It's incredible. It's the greatest, greatest story of our time. Hey, Jim, really quick, you know, given the rhetoric out of Germany this morning, uh, this line from the health minister that by the end of the winter, everyone will be either vaccinated, recovered or dead. Uh, dead. Why is Live Nation and um, Wynn and Las Vegas Sands helping to lead the s Numbers are better out in uh, Macau. The numbers are better. China's got less of a vaccine problem. But, but let's understand Mike Maddox, who is retiring at Wynn. And I think that, you know, one of the things he wanted to, I think he was sick of it. I think he was sick of Remember, he was, he, I'm sorry, Matt Maddox. Matt was uh, Steve's guy, okay? But they are adamant that, that it costs $13 billion to recreate what he has, the market cap 10. I think that Wynn, my Chapel Trust owns it, that Wynn can be a snapback or it can be a takeover target because it's so small. And remember, David, by the way, have you watched the gambling stocks? Uh, I know that some people, you know, DraftKings has a huge amount of insiders of insider buying. Huge amount of insider buying. Uh, more, yeah. more today, in fact. In, more? In Robbins last week, right? Well, you know, I think Jason's saying Arizona is going incredibly well. They still, Arizona is they the still fastest. They ambitions to obviously get larger quicker. Yes. Uh, the, they dropped the Entain bid, as we know, because we followed that closely. Um, in part because of concern Entain had certainly about the currency, which was going to be a, a, a key part of it, namely that stock price. Right. Well, remember, I, I think that it's still a cost of acquisition game, and it's costing too much. Like, you see the Caesars ads? Yeah, there's a I lot mean, of them. How can you miss them? How can you miss them? Yeah. And now FanDuel's still got the largest market share, but the casinos have very little cost. Now, I think that Jason runs the best at, uh, at DraftKings, but there are, there's so much competition. Let's not forget Pennad. Yep, that's right. Pennad has very small market share, but obviously they have aspirations. Yep. Yeah. Everyone has aspirations because people think it's the holy grail. I don't know. Everyone's aspirations are going to cost a couple hundred per, per customer. Yeah. That's and, then, you know, what they do is they have these things like um, if Mahomes gets a touchdown, uh, you get $100. And, of course, like Mahomes doesn't get a touchdown. That was supposed to be the gimme. Mahomes. I know. It's been Jonathan Taylor actually, scores five touchdowns. He, he gets $25. Him, but I think I, he, he pitched it to, uh, to <laughs> yeah, his running back. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I know. Yep. That was a bit, the national game was bad. Yeah, that was not Hey, a you know, the test. NBC had one of the greatest games ever. And I argue with you that Packers-Vikings the was Packers the Vikings best was incredible. game of the year. They used the uh, pass to open for the run. Yes. We'll take a break here. Take a look at the bond report. Obviously, big news uh, for Treasuries as we get the news out of the White House that they will renominate uh, Jerome Powell as Fed chair. Spread between the 5 and 30, lowest since March of 2020. Uh, and we'll uh, keep an eye on the curve as the banks benefit today. We're back in a moment. A reminder that you can always get in on the new CNBC Investing Club. With Kramer, sign up and find out more at cnbc.com slash investing club or just point your phone at the QR code on the screen. It'll take you right there. Got a record high this morning on the S&P, record high on the NASDAQ as the White House uh, plans to renominate Jay Powell. We're back in a moment. Time for Kramer and stop trading. There's some unsung heroes of this bull market. 
And I think the one that is most unsung is Microsoft. We, and today, Wells Fargo comes out with B saying, listen, next to $2.5 trillion, cybersecurity, IT spending, operating margins expanding. Now, look at this. This is Microsoft. Will you look at this? I love what we put up 20 years. Yeah, well, you does, see. Or actually, is, 10 years, sorry. Well, this but, is yeah. why I think this is an argument against actually an uh, index fund. Uh, because I think that this is just, Nadell has put together an amazing team. And I, I frankly am in awe of this company. My child just owns it. I don't even, I, no, I'm not saying I don't focus on it. I'm just saying it, it's untouchable. You can't sell this thing. It's just too good. That, Dude, too big of a I mean, runway. market is, has already historically leaned on mega cap tech, but especially last week, right? Last week was incredible because what happened is, is that all the money went to mega tech. By the way, the NASDAQ was up almost every day. That's why the Dow was terrible. All the but stupid. what's happened is there are just a group of stocks. By the way, uh, Meta does incredibly well. Uh, Apple has broken out very quietly to all-time highs. There are people who Apple is almost now equal to the S&P's performance for the year. I mean, it was lagging by a it's half. Lagging yeah. terribly. Now, next will be Amazon. It's made that up in the last week and a half. Well, because... The car? What is car it? IBEX? I think the sales are going to be very good. Hey, notice, by the way, Micron keeps going up. I think also that's about, that's about sales. I think sale. I think the consumer is so strong. I mean, you watch TV and you realize that if you go to T-Mobile, I think they give you like seven different devices now. <laughs> for like, free. Hey, for free. <laughs> Air, I mean, everything. It's like, nah, I'm waiting for you to get a Mac Pro. All right, so tonight we have Traeger, which is a company that makes a fantastic grill that really hasn't caught on fire. <laughs> and then Zebra, uh, this is, take a look at that stock. That's incredible. That's barcode. Zebra, get that? And they're also, the, they'll solve the port problem. It's okay. barcode. Remember that in Wire Season 2? Barcodes. The Baltimore port? Yes, I do remember the port, yes. Well, what a Monday going here, Jim. We'll see you tonight. Mad Monday. Congratulations to Jim. Yes, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. 